0: Uh,
1: hey. Hey? Hey. Lexi, Peyton, and Iris here. Whoa! It's the three musketeers back together again. Was that ever a nickname? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. I feel like the people called us. Maybe it was just Jamie that called us the three musketeers. I was like, I've never heard anybody call us that, (laughs) but okay. I'll accept it
0: we the iconic trio. I feel like that's what I've heard more so. Than that's
1: true. That's true. We have a lot of names. Can, we
0: have many names.
1: Versatile. Um,
0: speaking of names, uh, did you know uh, Dr. John Stith Pemberton, who is, who is a pharmacist in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, invented Coca-Cola in 1886. Uh, it was used as a tonic for common ailments. That was our pharmacy fun fact of the week. <laughs> Um I I'm choosing to only do uh, pharmacy fun facts of the week based on sodas until we run out of sodas because I thought that was funny from last I time. I did
1: not look up the Pepsi from last time so I'm apologize but I'm almost positive that some a pharmacist also invented Pepsi.
0: So we're good for fun facts for like a couple of weeks. Um which is so fun. Like what do you think like a tonic for common ailments would be?
2: It's a like, cure all. You can use it for whatever you want. I mean, it had lithium in it originally. So I was, was just going to say <laughs> we
1: have a fun story. <laughs> we have a fun story about <laughs> Coca-Cola and trivia and Iris, would you like to tell that story?
2: Uh, okay. Yeah, so weekly trivia. They sometimes have science questions, right? And I think it's funny that like half the time we get them and then half the time we don't as pharmacy majors and oh my gosh it was what specifically was it it was like
1: antidepressant yeah it asked which antidepressant was in coca-cola that ended up getting banned from being in soft drinks and And
2: it was a write-in answer and we're like Literally have no idea. We're like, what antidepressant could be in this? And turns out they said lithium. And if you know anything about lithium, it's not an antidepressant. So we kind of rioted about that question and we did not get points.
1: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) we on our next sheet like that we turned in, we wrote lithium is not an antidepressant. It's a mood stabilizer. And the... MC of trivia was like look man I don't make I don't make the questions I don't make the rules and we just were like darn
0: <laughs> I, I mean I wasn't there for that they, those two Lexi and I just loved trivia nights and I did too I like couldn't make it to any of them but hopefully this year more trivia on Thursdays you are historically and that's accurately strong. our first guest I hope this is an honor um if that's also okay Yeah, absolutely um <laughs> Before here, we just have a couple of quick, we want you to like introduce yourself to our loyal audience um, before we dive into our actual discussion. So you, you can probably see it, but we have a couple, we have a couple of questions for you. Um, basically, where you're from, what you study, a fun fact about yourself, and then where you are right now during your rotations. Would you mind giving us a little synopsis?
2: yeah, I actually did not think of a fun fact, so we'll think of one on the fly here. Um, I'm Iris. I'm originally from Kansas City, but ended up going up north to Drake. I am a fourth year, or p four pharmacy student with a concentration in diabetes. A fun fact about me is that I am a certified scuba diver and will actually be getting my advanced certification this summer on my off block. And then as for where I'm at right now, I am in Oklahoma at Choctaw Nation Healthcare Center doing my community core APPE.
0: I love that, Iris. That's so cool. I love um, you,
1: Iris.
2: You're uh, so cool. I
1: love you, Lexi.
0: Thanks, Iris. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Payton's not even here.
0: Yeah, that's okay. No, <laughs> it's
1: just us. We're just kicking him off. He's 30. You're just away. hearing
0: my voice, actually. It's that's not me. So I think before we like like for the for the listeners, usually we'd see each other on like a daily basis, like through class, through social time. But like this is like one of the first times in a while other than maybe like summer breaks where we haven't really like seen each other like ever, which is kind of sad. Um we've known each other literally for like five years now. We all, well, we'll get into it later. Actually let's get into it now. How do we meet? This is important. <laughs> it was actually really it was actually really it's a simple it's a simple question. Well, we all live on the same floor of our first year residence hall. Um basically neighbors with each other. Um, and
2: it's it's funny, though, because, like, it is so simple, but it's also strangely complicated how we met, because, like, Lexi and I were in the same FYS, a.k.a. first year seminar. Um, and then Peyton was in a different FYS, and we had met through somebody I met, Peyton, through somebody else that was in my FYS, their roommate was in the same FYS as Peyton. And so that's how I met him.
1: <laughs> so and we already talked system. about Peyton and that yeah. story.
2: Yeah. So like this weird like fourth party. And now look at us. Look at where we're at now.
0: The yeah, the fourth the fourth party that introduced us, gone. Iran. The three musketeers.
2: <laughs> the three musketeers.
0: Our new nickname, I've decided. <laughs> So that's basically how we met. I don't know, like we were all we were all pre-farm majors and we were skirting along in that. And then we all, well, I guess we never lived with each other ever again. Iris and I lived on the same floor and then in the same apartment building for our entire time as Drake students. And Lexi decided to take the RA route, which is okay. That's completely valid. But we all basically lived, each, well, Iris and I lived with each other basically for our entire time here, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we haven't seen each other in a few weeks, like actually. Um, and so we're just gonna do a quick little like update from like each of us. And I have Lexi on our list first. We're still following the script and that's okay. But Lexi, how's Nashville?
1: Yeah, thank you. Nashville's incredible. I have been really enjoying Nashville a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, my family was here this weekend for Memorial Day weekend and we went on a Segway tour and we went on a river boat, show boat down the Cumberland River. Does the Cumberland River flow north? That's a great question. I'm looking it up now. Un momento, por favor.
0: My guess.
1: My is guess is west. no. The Cumberland River flows generally west.
0: <laughs> and what did I tell you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> From a source in the Appalachian Mountains to its confluence with the Ohio River near somewhere in Kentucky and the mouth of the Tennessee River. So now you know where the Cumberland river flows, because I know that I'm not, I know everyone was curious after last week's episode and yeah, I've really been enjoying it. It's really hot. I, we went volunteering today and we were picking weeds in a garden at a assisted living home and it was really hot. I made any movement and I just felt the sweat drip down my face and it was lovely. But other than that, it's, been really really fun it's a really fun city it's just a party all the time and everyone's been so nice and my rotation's been really well and yeah
0: it's my turn <clears throat> <Sorry. laughs> um so as you all may know um i have not started my rotations yet uh i am lucky or unlucky enough i guess to be on my off block for my first block um and so i have i've had a couple weeks off so far Um, which has been great. Um, I just got back from Ireland uh, about, oh gosh, almost a week ago now, actually, I got back. It's crazy how that time flew. Um, But Ireland was super cool. Um, I would totally recommend going there to anyone who's interested in international travel, especially if you've never traveled internationally before. Um, It's still an English-speaking country, and also it's like the size of Indiana. So getting around the country, you can drive three, four hours in any direction and reach the ocean. Um, so it's like, I don't know, it, it's, it's super compact. So it's, yeah, we got to see a lot of the country. Um, highlights of the trip. Um, I got to sing in a couple of really cool spaces. I got to sing in the oldest uh, medieval church in Galway, which was really cool. Um, I got to sing in a church from the 1100s in Dublin as well. Not the oldest church there, but um, pretty cool. Um, and then also I got to see, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Cliffs of Moher, but it's like that iconic Ireland vista where it's like a sheer drop cliff, um, which if you don't know, two very famous movies were filmed uh, by the Cliffs of Moher. One being um, The Princess Bride, Cliffs of Insanity, um, that was filmed in the cliffs. And also Harry Potter and the half Blood Prince, the scene where Harry and Dumbledore are looking off at a cave in the distance. I saw that cave and I was really excited about that. When we went there- From a distance? Um, No, from right up close. Um, I was standing right over the cave, um, which was kind of cool. Um, and then one more, one more thing from that. Oh my gosh! If if you go anywhere in Ireland, you have to go out into like the random country, like on the west coast. Um, it's like this. It's like untouched nature, um, like a bunch of wildflowers, and there was a fjord. I've never seen a fjord before. Um, I actually don't really know the definition of a fjord but it's basically a lake I think formed by a glacier um, surrounded by mountains I'm gonna look little... it up okay that don't trust me on my definition but um, and then like you like literally you're driving and then you like turn this corner and then like a castle just like appears out from the distance and you're like wow this is Ireland that's what I thought when I saw it oh Lexi
1: Okay, the definition of a fjord is a long, narrow, deep inlet of the sea between high cliffs, as in Norway and Iceland, or Ireland, typically formed by submergence of a glaciated valley.
0: So I was partially right. It was pretty cool. It's, I think, one of the only fjords in Ireland, but that was super cool. Um, Otherwise, I got back from Ireland and then went to Kansas City for a friend's birthday, which was a lot of fun. And now I've been working on a little project with the Drake University Alumni Choir. We're singing an hour-long piece about a cancer patient, which sounds like it'd be really difficult, and it is, but it's it's a super cool project that I get to work on before heading back up to Minnesota for some final rotations prep before I begin everything. Now, Iris, how's Oklahoma? Wait, Lexi, do you have something to say?
1: Oh, I just didn't talk about my projects. I wanted to mention some of my projects. That was oh, my yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. I I literally have the document open on what we're supposed to talk about, and I didn't talk about any of it. So that one's on me. Um, but I have some cool projects. I'm working on. I just finished up a drug donation repository, kind of like SafeNet RX in Iowa. We have a similar but different one in Tennessee, and I they just passed like new updates to the law on how it works basically and how it functions and so I got to create like a continuing education document for the pharmacists of Tennessee and got to submit that and so that was really really cool and I got to do a non-clinical journal club so I did it on the smartphone education of prescribing habits of providers which was really interesting and cool and something that we don't normally do within like the normal pharmacy realm because I feel like everything's always clinical so those were my cool projects, and I'm so sorry, Iris, it is the floor is yours. You have way cooler things than I do.
2: Yeah, what the heck? No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, but Oklahoma's been
2: great. I'm in a super rural area, so there's not a ton to do, like, in the very close vicinity, but um unlike the weekends and when I have time, there's still a lot to do to, like, go day trip places, so my first weekend um I drove down about an hour and a half and went hiking all morning and then I did like a scenic drive and it's been super cool uh and then of course my second weekend I went home to Kansas City for Memorial Day uh but it's been super great for like projects that I've been doing I did a journal club on saxagliptin and vitamin D uh, and using that for beta cell preservation and type two diabetic um, onset and a, like adult onset diabetes. And then I've been working a lot with their tobacco cessation and anticoagulation clinic. So I've actually been able to sit down and see patients and see how their tobacco cessation therapies are going and being able to. Um, check patients INRs and actually being able to recommend therapy changes for those has been really interesting especially because I will consult with my preceptor or one of the other pharmacists when I'm recommending in order to like get that changed but it's actually really cool to be able to recommend these and see the change versus having to go to a provider and Going through this long, strenuous process, whereas I can get it changed in, like, five minutes.
0: Wait, so you guys have, like, a CPA where you can just, like, make dose alterations, or do you still have to, like, send it off to a provider?
2: I think there's, like, a collaborative practice agreement, Um, because the way it works is that the physician will have a consult, an initial consult, or, like, they have to have at least one a year for the patient and then they come to clinic and the pharmacists kind of do everything from there um so I think that like the pharmacists are actually the ones that are kind of prescribing and being able to do dose changes like that
0: I love the future of pharmacy (laughs) sorry
2: yeah it's awesome it's super cool and then uh I know you guys had kind of like what it what's it like working with Indian Health Service. It is honestly I was really surprised when I first started because I don't have to deal with insurance and they don't collect payment and that has been
1: life changing. <laughs>
2: And Oklahoma No kidding something... what do you
1: what do you sit on the phone about then if you don't have to call insurance companies Yeah,
2: exactly I don't have to sit on the phone that's the thing And it's been really cool and something that I think is like Oklahoma in general is that a pharmacist has to hand you your prescription so like techs can go grab it like they can get your name and go grab it but the pharmacist has to be the one to actually hand you the prescription and like check it out. But no no dealing with payments. I don't have they have somebody in billing that deals with insurance and stuff, but the patients don't pay anything and I don't have to deal with the insurance. It's been incredible.
1: That literally sounds like heaven. Like that I mean I, I I'm not working I'm not working with patients at all right now. So I haven't also had to deal with it. But to be actually in a pharmacy and not have to deal with insurance is wild.
2: Yeah, because I was talking, like, when I first started, too, I was like, the amount of times I sit on insurance calls for, like, I, I'm happy to be able to, like, get stuff covered for patients, but the time you just sit on hold with insurance, and it's just so frustrating, too, that it's it's been life-changing. I'm like, you're telling me I eventually gotta go back
1: to this?
0: That's actually insane. I would I would love that. I would love not to have to deal with any money.
1: (laughs) You could you could get a career in Indian Health Services. Are you leaning towards that, Iris? I actually don't know yet, but I've
2: been with uh what their medication safety officer who's a pharmacist the last two days, and we had a couple discussions about residency, and she was showing me all this stuff about uh some of the IHS specific residencies, and I was like, That would be interesting. I'm a little bit more interested in kind of the acute care hospital residencies. And a lot of those are more am care residencies, but super interesting. And honestly, something I didn't think about before this rotation, but something that's kind of like weeded it, like wheedled its way in where I'm like, oh, this would actually be really
1: interesting to do. Oh, that makes me so happy.
0: So, so this is super cool. I love this, and we'll get more into like the nitty gritty about Iris later. I to- <laughs> we have questions lined up, but I think the the goal of this podcast in general, when we were when Lexi and I were like formulating, like, what are we gonna do with this? Like, what are we gonna talk about? And one of our one of our goals was to chronicle our time in pharmacy school, and like and like have some sort of audio time capsule about just some weird things that have happened to us, some really good things too, but especially the weird things because. <laughs> I I don't know I feel like I feel like a lot of people think that like it's schools so like not glamorized but like like when you're like thinking about college you're like oh you're learning you're having fun and like you don't really talk about like the strange things that (laughs) we're just writing stuff down right now and there's a new one
1: (laughs) sorry I'm adding things into the document as I'm thinking about them
0: no there's there's one it's a shocking one (laughs) that's coming up but I we we thought who better than Iris to chronicle our <laughs> there's another one written down <laughs> who better than Iris to help chronicle the 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 saga that was our pre-pharmacy years. So just as a quick overview again, of course, uh, Lexi and I talked about this. But at Drake, we have a two plus four program. Our first two years are spent doing a uh, uh, pre-pharmacy coursework. So it's a lot of like your prereq general sciences. In the next four years after that are your doctor pharmacy courses um three years of didactic in person classwork, and then one year of rotations which is what we're doing right now so i actually don't know so we just have a list so i'm just going to run down this list and we're going to talk but the first one i actually don't know how to talk about this other than we kind of mentioned it already but <clears throat> living together drake has this really interesting setup where you take this class called your first year seminar which we mentioned earlier usually centered on a fun topic mine was called intro or no animal consciousness and it was a deep dive into animal experimentation ethics um and then I think Lexi and Iris you guys took the the books one what was that one called again
2: the books one it was called hey. fiction <laughs> of gender yes um, fiction of Gender. but it was super interesting and wasn't honestly, it gender and fiction inter- no, I. it was fiction of gender, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was gender and fiction.
0: Should we look it up?
2: <laughs> I have... don't even know. I would have to like deep
1: dive into past classes to be able to find that. It's okay. It doesn't matter, no. but something like that.
0: <laughs> it matters to me. Um, it's called fiction of gender. So that's the definitive answer. Um, anyway, we took those classes. And the thing about the classes is like, the people in those classes with you, live with you on your floor, which I get the sentiment behind. Cause like, when you're picking these classes, it's like, you get to pick your favorites. And it's like, oh, I have an interest in, in the literature and you pick fiction and gender, or I have, a, I have an interest in experimentation or animals or something like that. And you're like, okay, I, <laughs> I want to take that class. And then you live with people who have that same interest with you. And so it's like, maybe, potentially, you have a better chance of finding people who you can connect with. And so I like that philosophy. The The first year seminar in general, is it's still like a general intro to college course. So it's not that much fun. I mean, I kind of had fun with mine, but I had to write a 16 page research essay on chicken farms. And that's not <laughs> that's not my favorite uh, pastime, but that's okay. Um, I feel like Lexi, do you remember when I was writing that paper, <laughs> you reacted pretty violently to...
1: Oh, no, I was reacting to what Iris just put in into the... Document.
0: Wait, what Oh, that's so true. Actually, sorry, I was like, how, why are you cheering so loud? Lexi was muted, yeah. but she was. <laughs> that's like my chicken <laughs> research paper. That was a classic one. Um, but also, um, maybe we'll we'll go into a little bit of advice here. Um, the the thing that's really fun about college is that like, you literally don't know anyone sometimes going into it. I guess you could know people, but like at Drake in particular, so many people come from all over the place that like no one really knows each other. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Another one in there. There's so many memories. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know.
1: Um, I can take over. I think. I think the biggest thing <laughs> <that> with <laughs> FYS and like first group of friends is that at least in our friend group, and even Peyton wasn't in our FYS, but our friend group changed so drastically from start to finish. And I think it's really important to kind of emphasize that that's okay. And It's something that has really, I feel like helped us throughout our experience to kind of learn what it is that we need within like a relationship, both friendship wise and romantical and really any relationship that you have in your life. And so I just think that that's really important to recognize that our friend group has changed so much and that's okay.
0: Romantical.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, I love romantical
2: um but I think the thing you have to remember too is that like you're out here when you're 18 and we're like 22 23 now and so much can change in that that time not but like in yourself as well so I think it's okay and it's honestly better to be able to kind of embrace that change uh even though like when that change is happening sometimes it's not fun
1: sorry for the interruption I ended up losing connection so there's a weird transition from Iris to Peyton, and that one's on me and sorry we'll we'll get better this is only the second episode
0: anyway what I would say (laughs) before I move on (laughs) was that we we us as individuals this is serious now we're like, we're unrecognizable. Like we're different from when we were first years. Like all three of us, we were so, we were a little scared first years, not as confident as we are now. Like we didn't know what we were doing with anything. And so like you change just as much as your social circles do. And that's that's okay. Like, I think it's actually kind of cool and kind of the point of like the general college education. Um. So anyway, we just had a wild ride with a lot of our friends on that floor um still connected with some of them some we haven't heard from in four years and that's okay
1: yeah I was gonna say too that to embrace that change with what Iris was saying and that know that the friends you're supposed to have are gonna stick with you because here we are the three musketeers still together after five years so that was another point I wanted to bring up as well
0: this is the truth now the next (laughs) The next one on our list, I'm going to give the one sentence version of it. When I was a freshman in biology lab, I had a person in my biology lab group say that if I posted our research paper as an assignment, she would flag me for plagiarism. And then I did anyway, because it was my work and I survived, as did one of our fellow classmates who is in my group as well. Um, And I never heard from my lab partner ever again. And that was amazing. Anyway. Number three on our list, uh,
2: three. Mr. Pharmacy. Mr. Pharmacy. Not much with this
0: one either. Uh, there's at our school. What are you talking about? Be, there's
1: there's a lot with this story. I distinctly so, remember you singing to Sydney Jennings. Yeah, iconic.
0: Did. That was iconic. Um, a little or
1: or spelling Celsius correctly and them actually having the spelling incorrect and so they said you got it wrong when you really got it right.
0: No, it's true. Uh, we we uh, the uh, one of the pharmacy fraternities on our campus used to put on this event called Mr. Pharmacy, and it was like a male pharmacist beauty pageant. I'll call it, um, and it was a representative from each class, and I was selected as our first year uh, pre farm representative, and I had to go up there. I had to make a fake little suspension with Smarties, and I had to do a spelling bee, and in the spelling bee, they gave me the word Celsius, and I spelled it correctly, and they said incorrect. And then like I just sat down like defeated because I didn't spell one of the easiest science words <laughs> correctly. But then one of the one of the P3s who's up there, Alex Mashaevsky, who we all know, was like, um, <laughs> that was right. <laughs> and they're like was oh, defending
2: sorry. your honor.
0: He was, even though he won and I didn't, but whatever. Um, and distinctly during that, I forgot why I sang, but we were we were given like roses. I actually still have the roses on my desk that i won they're fake roses clearly um but i still have them from the day that i won them but i chose to sing to get more roses to try to win the audience's favor for the mr congeniality vote it did not work but i did get more roses
2: you sang because there was a talent portion there was
0: that's okay i think that's what
2: it was or no 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 it was counseling and it was like would this make you feel better or something? And then you'd you, like sing.
0: I do remember that. Actually. I don't
1: remember semantics. But yeah. it was speaking great. of it was singing, too. another Sorry. pre-farm thing was Peyton doing the Mean Girls musical. And we may have talked about it last week on the pod. And could you just give us a, a little? You don't have to do the whole thing. Just a little something.
0: Not yet. This, a little is, this is for our loyalist viewers our loyalist <laughs> listeners who can make it through a couple episodes and then i'll give them a little taste of the mean girls musical i think that'll be a reward a nice little treat but this is treat. the
1: pre-farm episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> you make a good point lexi um the real question is do i remember it i don't um i do remember the song itself that i would always sing um was titled it was a song called sexy um sung by one of the three mean girls from the original mean girl trio um about how fun halloween is and that's all i remember i don't remember any of the words right now but i'll study it up for the next episode
1: hmm. okay i can now that. i'm just
0: going to rattle off some other things that were really weird for us uh actually no this is just one that i'm going to say and we're going to let it sit uh during one of our gen chem exams during our first year there was a tornado <laughs>
2: How about how I walked home after finishing the exam, even though the sirens were going off? I will never That's forget Pete Kansas behavior. That's peak Kansas behavior. Wait,
0: were we all in different? No, I was in Doctor Zwiers. I was you were in Doctor Vitha.
2: No, I was, I was in Karen's. Yeah. Oh,
0: Alice Allison was in Doctor Vitha. So another one of our first year friends was in that group. So wait, did you guys? Where were you guys taking the exam?
2: We were in the basement of Olin. And the Mm -hmm. sirens had been going off. And he said, okay, everyone, I'm sure you can hear that after it's been going off for like five minutes. Um, But we're already in the storm shelter. You're already in the safest area of the building. So just keep taking your exam. And after I finished the exam, I had no idea what to do. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to just keep sitting there. So I just got up and left and I walked home.
0: One of my favorite things about living at Drake. (laughs) was how I mean like storms happen we're in Iowa but we have (laughs) on the way to our first year hall there's just this metal bridge you have to cross and every storm I'd be like is this it am I gonna get struck (laughs) on the metal bridge (laughs) by lightning I never did but (laughs) that was fun that was a great moment for us um growing corn in biolab
1: yeah we grew corn and made crickets mate in biolab we did both of those the cr- things <laughs> <The crickets. laughs>
2: see i remember the crickets but my class never did the
1: growing of the corn so i'm sad i missed out on that yeah what the heck we were testing which fertilizer would be best to like grow corn like what an iowa thing to do and then we put it in the gr- we put it in the greenhouse upstairs and we got to like make a trip up to the greenhouse and it was so fun
0: The crickets. I can't get them out of my mind. (laughs) We had to set up, like, a little enclosure and be, like, mate. And we just sat there and watched for, like, hours just to see if they did anything that was indicative of, like, a change in behavior. By far the strangest.
2: Each of us had to come up with a hypothesis of, like, something we were going to change about their environment to see if they would mate more. And it was very strange, and my group of crickets did not
1: mate at all, I don't think. Um, But very interesting time. I had a certain someone in my group who I don't, I didn't ask them if I could name them, so I won't. But they played, like, that really seductive song that's like, You know what I'm talking about? Yes, they they played that one trying to get our crickets to mate they did mate so i don't know if that could have been our hypothesis
0: the power of music honestly just (laughs) universal (laughs) okay so that was our that was our biolab court experience and crickets i guess more so important um now this one i don't know this could go into like a story potentially but lexi and iris rushed uh, our pharmacy fraternity uh capasai uh, together as sophomores I didn't do it until my P1 one year but any interesting highlights from that you too
1: <laughs> I remember being terrified I remember being absolutely terrified and we had this event the meet and greet where they brought in Fawn's Pizza which is a Des Moines classic where it's Asian style pizza and they got the crab rangoon and delicious by the way And I just remember being terrified with all of these really peppy, good looking people all around me. And I would, it was an interesting experience. And yeah. Yeah. Iris, anything you have to add? I mean, I would honestly
2: say the same thing, but it's like I wasn't scared for any like reasonable reason. I was just afraid because it was like these people I don't know. And a lot of upperclassmen, which, like, I kind of get when you're, like, an underclassman. It can be hard. But being a P4 now, I'm, like, underclassmen aren't scared of me, are they? Like, I don't feel like I'm that scary, you know? But um, I just think it's funny being on, like, the other side of things. Because those people I was, like, scared around at my first initial meeting of all of them are now some of my closest friends. And, like... Honestly, have gotten me through pharmacy school, and it's kind of crazy. We're going to,
0: we'll, we'll delve more into Kappa Psi, I think, in a, in a future podcast, because that in and of itself is like a journey for us and a, and a really good experience that we all got to have. But that kind of began uh, when we were in our pre farm years. Um, another one here, uh, this is a very quick one. We all had to take this class called Medical Microbiology, taught by one of our favorite. Uh, faculty in uh, at Drake, not okay. Lexi, you're back. Sorry, um, I thought you first I'm back. Second. Yeah, I um, did
1: freeze. Can you restart? So sorry.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. So basically, uh, we took this class called Medical Microbiology. It's a requirement for all pharmacy students, pre-pharm students, um, to take, taught by one of our favorite faculty members um, uh, through 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 Drake, um, and we had to learn about like every infectious pathogen that you could like possibly get. And you learn very basic stuff about it, like how does it infect people, very basic, how do you treat it, like treat it on like level of like you give them antibiotics, like stuff like that, nothing, nothing specific. Um, but there's one that I will never forget um, called Loa Loa. It is a parasite that infects the eye and you can diagnose it via visual examination by just looking at someone's eye and seeing it. Anyone else have anything to say about Loa Loa other than it's horrifying? I think-
2: yeah, I just think it's scary that like you can see it and like if it's in your eye, you can see it.
1: That's that's just scary to me.
0: I forgot about that part. You can see it too as the person being affected.
1: Um another thing from med micro that I love too that I learned and will never forget is that streptococcus strep is stupid and does not really Develop resistance to antibiotics. And I remember that because I got strep throat that semester that we were learning about it. And I got antibiotics. And after the first dose, I was like, I'm cured. I continue to take my antibiotics for the full duration, just like the pharmacist tells you to do. But you feel a lot better after the first couple doses because it doesn't develop resistance.
2: You were applying the course material. That's all professors can ask that we can apply the course material. And you said, I got you. Don't worry.
0: I just realized something we didn't put on this, that Iris here featured on a couple of future episodes and we'll delve into it more, but we didn't put our Bahamas J term on here, which- That was
1: pre-farm.
0: That was probably the most transformational experience of our of our time as, as pre-farm students because we all got to travel together and learn how to sail on a sailboat. And more importantly, um, sleep in like a square foot of space um, every night it was amazing
2: but it's funny that you're saying this because you had a way bigger room than Lexi and I you had like an actual like bed and Lexi and I were on like half twins
0: exciting for me Um, I also had the classic experience where I left my window open and one night a wave of water came into my room as I was sleeping.
2: (laughs) But that's not as good as mine because I was in a deep sleep and my head was directly under the open window and I got a face full of water. And then because the blankets were tucked in so tightly, I just crawled out pushed my pillow to the other end and fell back asleep because we were getting like four hours of sleep at a time around our watches that I, it did not matter if I just got a face full of water and got yanked out of a deep sleep. I I had to get that extra hour in.
0: That was a crazy trip.
2: (laughs) Or Um. the fun part too about leaving your window open is sometimes when you're trying to take a nap, Iris will reach down the window and try and pin a closed pin onto your shorts.
0: We, I still have mine. I have one of them. I'm holding it right now. It's it's like my my fidget toy. Yeah,
2: I have one, it, but it's it's attached to the
1: flag at my parents' house. I also have one. Mine says scurvy.
0: Mine just says "Yell Yeehaw." I I don't I don't know how I got my hands on this one. I never had to yell it so. Also, one more fun fact about Bahamas before we move on, because that will be, like, honestly, almost a full episode, um, is we all got a little rope that we practiced tying knots on, and I still have mine, and I love it. So.
2: I still have mine, too. Me, too. I still have, like, everything from that trip.
0: <laughs> I saw my group's flag. Oh, my gosh. I love it.
2: That's what I have our groups, because I drew it. Yes.
0: Okay. Anyway, that was that big experience. Um, oh, Griff, Two started when we were forgot about that we live to see we are old enough at drake to have had the original griff as our live mascot and the new one griff 2 um i have a story yeah
1: so with the start of griff 2 Peyton made this prediction that griff 1 was going to retire and then griff 1 retired and griff 2 came about and my mom is obsessed with griff like she absolutely loves griff and so when Griff1 retired, I made a comment to her that I was like, oh, Peyton called it. And she sent me this video back. And Peyton and Iris can see me, but you can't on the podcast. But it was her in, like, one of those, like, funky filters that you can send on Snapchat in, like, the death suit. And then she was like, whoop, whoop, and then it said, Peyton is bad. Because she was mad no, at him that he predicted no, She it. was
0: She was dressed up as death in this filter. <laughs> which already already iconic i i love danelle and all the videos that she sends me i'm trying to i found it um it's it's her <laughs> it was just like spooky and and it was um danelle in death's costume she's got the scythe behind her back and it's her waving first at me and then kind of like doing like a like a throat chop motion a couple of times um and then underneath it, it underneath her it says peyton is bad and I I love that video <laughs> and I still have it today. Anyway, that's that's what I remember about Griff too, <laughs> coming here. <laughs> he's still lovely. Yes, anyway. and
1: we do miss Griff um, one, but he's still alive. So yeah. That is true.
0: Yeah. Um, he's living out retirement. He's lost like 30 pounds, I feel like, because he's not getting treats every two seconds to stay still. I love Griff um finally one more thing we want to talk about before we move on to our final portion of this podcast um is the fact that we we all went through a collective trauma experience um which was COVID ending our second year um early um which I, I at the point I feel like this has been like beaten to death by like every person who's who's in college uh, during COVID but like I remember when we ended that time and it was like you're gonna go home for two weeks and you'll be back, and then and then they're like, just kidding, the rest of the semester, and we were all like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, we get like extra spring break, um, and then we ended up having to finish off the year together virtual, and it was so weird, but we were lucky enough to somehow all be in OCHEM together, and then get to do like all of our assignments together, and and then they gave us group exams, we had to do our group exams together, and so like even throughout like, you know, like our year ended early, and it did feel like like, we had our sophomore year relays taken away from us, and, you know, like, you can look back on that with, like, like, oh, that's that's horrible, but, like, we still had each other in, like, those last couple of weeks, which was kind of fun to have those little, like, classroom experiences when we when we Zoomed. I, I still look back on, like, our little Zoom calls as, like, some of my favorite memories of sophomore year, because, like, it was like, wow, this this sucks right now, but at least we're together.
2: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> honestly, this call is a little bit of a throwback to that. Because we're all in states away, and we're all on this little call seeing each other talking, and honestly, yeah, the little OCHEM, like, meetings to go over stuff was honestly what kept me sane during that semester, where it was just, like, not seeing anybody after suddenly being like, yeah, you can't even move out of your dorm room, like, you gotta stay at home.
0: That was scary. That was a weird time. And then we'll get into P1 year in another podcast, but like that transition, what a time starting pharmacy school while we were masked and had to sit away from each other and also have two separate class sections that some would show up some days, some wouldn't. Crazy. Anyway, this last uh, section, I'm going to call the Advirus section um or the Advice from Iris section. I love making puns out of Iris's name. Um, for example, um, good virus. Whenever I would say goodbye to Iris. Iris. Um, good night, Iris. Iris. <laughs> Iris. Um, <laughs> good night Iris. Whenever I would say good night to Iris when we live together our P3 year. Um, those are some examples, but this is the advice from Iris section. And so hopefully Iris, you've thought about these questions. Because um, if you haven't, that's okay. But um, you'll probably give good, good answers anyway. So I'm just going to read them off and you're going to give us some good information. So like also... To reiterate for our, for our loyal listeners um this is above all like an advice kind of podcast i know we're like reminiscing and like having fun but like we're hoping that this especially can help younger pharmacy and pre-pharm students who like haven't gone through this journey yet have like some sort of sight into the future and like like to see like okay it's gonna be fine and especially see like how these these random like p4 students who are on here who have like struggled <laughs> or like gone through stuff and have made it through, despite like everything. And so with that little thing in mind, um, Iris, as we said, this is a journey about pharmacy school, this whole podcast. Do you have any advice to people that you would want to give to those who may just be starting their journey through pharmacy school this next year?
2: So something I kind of mentioned earlier was like, being afraid of upperclassmen. And I think it's, really easy when you're 18 or 19 to kind of look and say like these are at least 23 year olds like out here that's kind of like scary to think about these people who have like been here for so much longer but I think that it's like we're here we're out here struggling and we've been through the same things that or very similar things that underclassmen have been through or are going to and I think that holding on to that fear kind of hinders you because I think upperclassmen can be a really great resource if you have questions or if you just need somebody to kind of like talk to or talk through kind of what you're going through because a lot of us have kind of been through um a lot (laughs) over the last several years and then uh, you know find something to get involved with or at least somewhere that you can kind of have a support network because school is really tough sometimes and having people that you can lean on and can support you makes it so much more bearable and so much easier to deal with like I would not be where I am today, if I didn't have you two, um, or some of the other people I've met over the last couple years,
1: I'm gonna Wise cry. Wise words.
0: <laughs> I'm holding back tears, clearly, uh, for those who are, <laughs> for the two who are watching the visual portion of this. Um, but yeah, no, I think my biggest regret from pharmacy school was not getting to know upperclassmen better, and like, like just like trying to think like I could do this by myself like I can figure this out on my own and like there are some moments where you you can't necessarily and it's okay to ask people for help um like especially those who have already gone through what you're going through right now because they know it best that's all
1: yes okay next question for you miss iris um what's something that you wish that you knew going into we'll say pre-pharmacy school that would have been helpful to know so starting that college career what's something would have been useful you know,
2: other than what I just said, um, don't be afraid to talk to your professors. <laughs> um, It doesn't matter, like, what year of school you are, Uh, but if you ever have questions, like, even if you don't want to ask them during class, like, go into office hours or, like, email them because if you don't understand now, you're probably not going to understand when they're a week's worth into content and getting down in the nitty gritties so like it's better to kind of get a handle on things ahead of time and then it is great it is fantastic to care about school and care about doing well in your classes but it's also so important to like have a social life have a hobby you can do outside of classes because classes are stressful and doing that and making that your life 24/ 7 adds so much extra stress that you don't need to have
1: so no, I 100 percent agree with that and I think too that you know we're gonna ask you next about memories and like you want to be able to make those memories and you can't do that if you're just focused on school and stressed out all the time
0: no literally having having like like a I just like taking risks and instead of studying for a night, like having fun with some friends or doing like a movie night. Like that's where like the real memories from college come from. And, and it's just like every, I don't regret like any of my like little, like let's let's go out to eat tonight instead of let's like do flashcards. And like not saying that studying isn't important because I, I think all three of us spent a significant amount of our time, especially in pharmacy school, like actually studying material, taking um, those moments to like have fun or even take risks. The Bahamas J-Term was a risk for all of us um, as we'll talk about later, because it's like you're traveling. You could be like just relaxing back at home, but like there's nothing like having the memory of like swimming with pigs or snorkeling um, for like the first time for me, at least. Like like it's like stuff like that. That's like, I could not have done that with uh, like if I hadn't like taken that leap um, and like took the risk and went out with some friends to <laughs> to travel. Um, so that's that's good advice, Iris. Once again, very good advice. Um, now, what has been... Your favorite memory of pharmacy school so far
2: this one is really hard for me I could not think of like one favorite memory because there have been so many that have kind of coalesced into creating what pharmacy school has been for me um but I think like a few of them just to rattle them off are like just times that have a special place in my heart was like weekly trivia and hanging out with other people in farm from my pharmacy class and on just like a complete social setting none of us are thinking about studying for classes or anything and then the movie nights that we would do uh with tim as well and just having, like, these movies that maybe I've seen before, but I think watching them in a group or, like, with our Kappa Psi families brings kind of a new experience to it. And it makes it so much more fun to kind of enjoy a movie together. And so I think, like, those times where we're able to just, like, hang out and I don't have to think about... A quiz, like a rat coming up in a few days for a couple hours or something, um, really holds special places in my heart.
1: Just to specify as well, a rat stands for readiness assurance test, which is in pharmacy school when we would take quizzes on the material first and then do application-based exercises after we taught the material to ourselves, basically.
2: Yeah, you basically read a chapter of a of like the pharmacy textbook, take notes on it, study your notes, and then take the quiz, and then you talk about the material. So it's kind of intensive and a lot of outside work, but I think it honestly probably helped me understand the content a little better sometimes.
0: No, literally, like in between all the fantastic memories were rats. <laughs>
2: In between all these incredible memories that I hold dear when we're just hanging out, not thinking about school, was all the studying, which is why I think it's okay for me to say like earlier, like it's okay to have a life outside of class because I remember all the hours we spent studying.
0: No, even like well, there's even like fun and like like the studying. We're like we're on like I remember P2 Spring and we were studying AFib for one of our exams. And just like the, the like the like ragged tiredness we all had <laughs> together, just like sitting in the atrium being like, what <laughs> what are anticoagulants? <laughs> and then we get into stroke and it's like the Chad's vast score is is there. There's we'll delve into more of the clinical stuff maybe later in other episodes, but like just sitting together like delirious through studying. Amazing even memories and like actual learning. (laughs) Um, And then one final question for you, Iris, before we kind of end this little episode off. Um, Any future plans as of now? We're going to ask this with everyone who's on the podcast. And so it's kind of awkward for you being like the first guest and you're like sort of just like starting your rotations journey. But like, what do you have in mind right now?
2: Yeah, so right now I'm looking at completing a hopefully, a PGY1 hospital residency uh, after graduating. I don't really have any uh, specifics that I know I for sure want to go into now. So there's nothing I really want to like definitely specialize in. I'm trying to kind of keep my mind open to new opportunities and not close myself off from anything right now. But I'm kind of hoping through rotations that that's going to kind of help me figure out if I want to specialize in something and where I'm going to need to go after graduating for that.
0: This is fantastic. I don't know why, after every time Iris talks, apparently Lexi and I just take like a brief moment to ponder her words. (laughs) Because why not? (laughs) She's Um...
1: so... I, I was trying to find the word. I was trying to find the word. She has so, so... Much, she has so much wisdom is what I was trying to say, but I wanted it to be an adjective. But then I, I, the only thing I could think of was whimsical. And
0: that wasn't it. No, no the thing is, is that Iris is so wise. whimsical. Wise, like she's
1: so wise.
0: This can only be described with the W adjectives. Wise, whimsical. There's probably others. Wonderful. Um, wacky. There we go.
2: Wacky. <laughs> I mean, no, I, will say. I don't know if I would discount any of those.
0: <laughs> no, I wouldn't discount them either. I think they're all true. Um, also, I was going to say, I didn't, I forgot about this. One more Ireland memory before I, I, I we kind of end this. But I, in Ireland, there's this place called the Blarney Castle. And inside the Blarney Castle is the Blarney Stone. And I don't know if you guys have heard of the Blarney Stone before. A uh, pretty famous little stone uh, on top of the, on top of the castle. But legend has it that if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you are given the gift of gab, which is the ability to speak eloquently. And I was going to say, Iris has probably kissed the Blarney Stone.
2: <laughs> I wish point. I've kissed the Blarney Stone. I I want to go to Ireland now. What the heck? <laughs>
0: no, I, I got to kiss the Blarney Stone. I don't know if you guys have noticed a change in my speech. Maybe it's gradual. Um, eventually, I become a much better speaker. But I loved the but it's actually really scary because you have to like lean over and like lean over the edge of the castle so there's like a sheer drop beneath you and then he kisses down so anyway that's one little Ireland memory because I can't stop talking about it uh it's a, one way of me saying that Iris is a good talker anyway <laughs> Lexi any any final thoughts before we 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 end um... off this episode
1: no no final thoughts for me we still don't have an outro so that's awkward so if anyone has any thoughts iris do you have any ideas for an outro for us because we're stumped i don't know specifically right now i would
2: have to get back to you on that but for this one we could be like virus
1: (laughs) since peyton brought it up
0: i did say that lexi this will be really hard to coordinate because we're on zoom that is true but
1: um I do want to mention I am going to throw a clip of Peyton's most recent concert in Ireland after this just so you all can hear it as well and because he's just so talented and I think that's important so that is going to go in the end but just wanted to let you know so don't don't jump off the pod too soon.
0: No literally I don't know what clip it's going to be I still have to decide we're recording this on the Wednesday before this is posted and I will have to send Lexi that clip as soon as I can. But yes, Regardless, I think. Iris, you gotta,
1: you gotta be in it with us, all three of us.
0: Okay, are we all ready to say it? Do we count? I'm down? ready. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one.
1: Virus. Oh, virus. <laughs> perfect that was perfect
0: we did it i don't think an episode's gonna top um... this